are go for liftoff in T minus 30. Hit the record button. Welcome, welcome to Italo's Black Talk Radio. This is Italo speaking. What did I say? Did I say Italo speaking or mm-hmm. Italo's Black Talk Radio? I don't know what it said. You, you said welcome to Italo's uh, Black Talk Radio. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's my co-host, guys. Italo. <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, this is Italo speaking. Welcome to another show. Uh, this is my season two, another season. I don't even know how many seasons we got, but in this season, we're gonna talk about things that are uncomfortable because sometimes we have to talk about uncomfortable things. Um, otherwise, we can we can keep going like this. And we're talking about mothers. We're talking about. Um, family, we're talking about how everything's swept under the rug, the rug. and uh, Shrug is like, well, this is your mom, this is your family, and this is, you know, your brother, your sister, and that's the only family you got, and, you know, blood stick in the water, and all that bull crap that I hear all the time, and I'm like, stop, <laughs> stop, please, patronizing me and making me feel like I'm talking to the wall and so um anyways this is erica hi <laughs> sorry oh, i'm already going off like no it's okay this is your introduction you know we're, we got we're in for we're gonna buckle up because we're in for a ride today <laughs> yeah get ready guys get ready <laughs> right so let's back in that in a conversation like this it's not it's not a the fluffy you know fluffy heavy subject it's the dark spots right it's the it's the what they say the um dark you know like your your a lot of times your dark side the hidden parts you know yeah. makes you you and you don't even realize it the stuff that the, the family says oh no that's not okay to say it, you know we don't talk about that mm-hmm. we don't we don't you know we don't deal with our problems we mm-hmm. you know <laughs> i'm like when right. are we gonna deal with if right. you're my family Right. You're supposed to trust you, right? You're supposed mm-hmm. to be the elder. You're supposed to be the one that's guiding me. How, how, who, who am I going to talk to? Um, to a therapist? Right. Uh, you know, uh, eventually I'm going to have to face it, right? And and then mm-hmm. now, now my mom's in the hospital. Just to give you a little scenario, what happened yesterday after we we were fake crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, ha- I'll have to. I guess we get those fake tears for what's coming in real life. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Think in the real tears. Because mm. um, um, my mom is basically living on her by her by herself now on her own. And it's a long story um, as to how we got here, right? So for those that haven't followed me or haven't heard, um, me and my mom we're we're not speaking to each other until. Uh, two days ago, and this has been nine months that I decided to set my boundaries with her. 
And the reason I did that is because my mental health was declining <clears throat> to the point where um, I, have, I have high blood pressure, I have anxiety, I've had panic attacks in the past because family and because you're not supposed to talk about this stuff. This is taboo to talk about. Depression, oh no, you don't, you don't talk about depression, how, you know. So um, my mom is, uh, so I went to see her two days ago against my will. I didn't want to do this. And I, I think I was telling you, I'm like, I'm gonna have to go. And I did. And I, she opened the door after I was knocking and she didn't answer. And I called her and she's like, yeah, I'm here. I'm like, well, I was knocking at the door. And so she opened the door. Now, mind you, my mom is turning 70 um in a few days uh today's 11th right she's mm -hmm. turning 70 on the 15th and she looks like an 80 year old woman mm -hmm. and even an, uh, my grandmother who is almost 90 looks better than my mom today mm -hmm. uh and this is not this is not anything new but being away from her for nine months mm -hmm. and then seeing this again has been such a revelation like this is what you were you, i wasn't able to see this i wasn't able to have a different perspective and yet uh, two days ago when i saw her like that and she would barely walk she had slurry slurry speech she was very slow at talking and i thought she was probably high because she she smokes a you know mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. So I'm like, well, she's probably high, or I'm like, are you stoned, or what's going on? Like, no, no, I just woke up. So anyway, we had a little talk, and she was not all together. She could barely sign the forms that she had to sign. And I'm like, sign right here. Where? She could barely see. Okay. Mm -hmm. Anyhow, and I have this thing now where I have to set myself to see her and I have to uh, I have to be conscious as to how long I stay with her. Mm -hmm. Yep. Like that's a boundary that I said to myself, okay? Uh, so it was already coming to that part where I'm like, I gotta go, this is it, it's happening, right? She's bringing me back down with the ship. And um, we smoked and everything and and then she had a sip of my drink, which I, I didn't know what was going on. Right, it was a Starbucks um, frappuccino. Uh, anyways, I'm making this longer than it has to be. But anyways, <laughs> and then unpacking. And then yeah, I guess it's the unpacking part of this of this of the show. You can fast forward if you already whatever. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> you do what you got to do, guys. But um. Any um, ways my her roommate, who is her cousin, calls me the next day, which is yesterday, and she tells me, Victor, your mom is being sent to the hospital. A neighbor saw her in her car, which, by the way, she drove yesterday. Mm. After I told my, my mom's cousin, she's in no condition to be working today or yesterday. And uh, so she went to work. 
um, against all uh, my advice or my my mom's cousin advice, she went to work. And then when she got back, she uh, was in the uh, parking. She she managed to park, but her neighbor, the neighbor, saw her from across the street, and she's like, "Yeah, are you okay? You look pale. You're not moving. I don't know how how." she she managed to uh realize something was wrong with her and um she called my cousin or my mom's cousin and then she says she needs she she's not doing well i'm calling the i'm calling 911 so the paramedics came and they took her to the hospital they're like yeah this is not good mm-hmm. my mom is diabetic which i didn't mm-hmm. know I didn't know mm. she was already diabetic, and so her blood, uh, her glu- glucose, mm-hmm. which is supposed to be 120, 120 mm-hmm. is normal, right? She had it at 1,200. Jesus! Wow. Yes. That's no, I don't, I don't, I didn't understand all of this until yesterday, right? Wow. I'm like, what does that mean? Well, 1,000 first, and then like, no, it wasn't 1,000. It's 1,200. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, and they tell me like that man that your mom was gonna go in a coma. Mm. She was about to go in a coma. If if this was um, if nobody was around and I wasn't around, and if she hadn't called any, you know, if the neighbor hadn't called, she would have been in a coma. Wow. Uh, she stay. She's she's stable. Like I told you. And I'm like, okay, now we can do the show because uh, my my uh, high blood pressure <laughs> probably is just the worst, right? Mm-hmm. And this is the problem. It's like this is the problem. Like this is this is not in the past. This is not right. in the past. It's happening right now because you know what? We haven't dealt with this. And then my aunt, who is my mom's sister, is like, yeah, but that's your mom though, and that's you know. Let begones begones and whatever the hell, like no, no. She needs a professional first of all. She needs to have an intervention from all of us. And I'm have to close the door again. I'm sorry, but this is too much to be dealing with. I have my own mental health condition. You know, I have my own anxiety, and I have my own. <laughs> and I don't, I don't call it depression no more because I, I understand it's not my depression. It was right. my mom's depression, and mm. she was, you know. You know how um, we are so in tune with our, pa- our parents or family, and we, I begin to feel um, something coming, right? Something like I'm, I'm not sure what this is, but it's not mine. But mm-hmm. I think it's mine because I feel, you know, and that's an empathic thing. But I didn't, I don't understand it, and I'm still trying to learn it, right? <clears throat> when it's something that is. Uh, it's not in your head. Like it's not happening right here. Like nothing's going on, but some, I'm feeling it. And so, <clears throat> um, yeah. So that that that's kind of like what happens with enmeshment, emotional incest, and all these things that we can talk for hours about it. But um, I want to just keep it simple because the message is: um, my parents are messed up my, pa- my parents are broken I'm, I'm i'm barely 
being able to uh, reestablish my relationship with my dad, who I haven't talked to for four years. Mm -hmm. and he could have died last year of COVID. Mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't have known that. So mm -hmm. it's all this stuff, you know, all the, our parents are getting old mm -hmm. and more stubborn than ever. And, and you were sharing something about it on your live and I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, we have got to unpack. Yeah, I, th I, I think that um, it's important to do what you're doing, unpack, to think about what's happening, what, why, what happened, how it happened, how it made you feel, how, you know, whatever. I think with it, there's also the understanding that, listen, you can, you can talk about, now there's, there's phases to it. So you could just see here, we could, the unpacking is necessary. But once you unpack, even if you think about if you have luggage and you went on a trip, once you unpack, what is the point? To clean the clothes, put them away, do something, do something with it, you know. So do something with knowledge. So the next, so the next step I've learned, I'm learning. I'm in the process of learning. Is yeah, you got to create boundaries so that your mental health is intact, so that you can be better for your loved ones, for your yours world that you your own world you're creating. I have a son, so I need to be well for him. I don't want to have generational this generational thing that I'm handing down and teaching him how to be unhealthy emotionally and psychologically. I, I don't want that. I want him to be able to have the tools to say, you know what? I need you. I, I understand that you are where you are. I respect it. I respect that you are where you are. You are how you are. I am not here to change you. I used to be on the path of, let me just help you learn how to how to treat me. I'm not even gonna teach you how to treat me anymore. What I'm gonna do is create this, this fence, yeah. which is a thing. I have a fence right outside of my, my neighbors, these neighbors over here. And mine's a whole backyard, keeps keeps out all kinds of riffraff, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that are not supposed to be in your space. And then also, there's a fence that are, that borders all the houses on that side, and then there's a fence. There's no fence with the houses that are in this in this stretch of property. Adjacent to yeah, adjacent to your house. Okay. And, yes. And yeah. Where all of our yards are connected. Right. And guess what? all the trash gets blown into my yard, you know, and all over the place. The kids' toys from another yard come in my place. The people's. This lady has. I love her, but her stuff has found its way to my property. I need a healthy boundary now. I need a healthy mm -hmm. lines. You know, the, these people have lines and boundaries where we don't go in their yards and they don't come in ours. Now I need boundaries with my neighbors. Listen, what's going to happen? This is what happens. I'm just trying to use an analogy. I hope you get where I'm going. No, yeah, I, I get it. I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. I You know, it took me a while to understand boundaries. It took me a long ass time because mm -hmm. I'm still I learning. Didn't, I didn't know where they were. I didn't know I had to. I had an option to say, stop talking about this or stop re-injuring myself, re-injuring me. Because and it, 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 I think the healthy part is realizing I don't have to say stop to you anymore because I've told you what I don't want to happen. So I did this in a relationship, my last relationship I was in. I began to get healthy boundaries because it was just this constant revolving door of emotional stuff that was going on. And I said, you know what, this last time I was like, I love this person so much. I love, love, loved her so much. Okay. 
But I said, and I loved her to the point where I wasn't creating boundaries, so I didn't love myself. I, that's when I, that's, well, this is what I'm now realizing. I didn't even love myself enough because I didn't create boundaries to tell her this is not going to work like this. As much as I want to in my life, this is not going to work where you're going to be able to just say all kinds of things to me and I'm going to just um, push it down or sweep it under the rug or just be whatever. So I'm going to tell you, if you say these words to me, not even specifically, but if you talk to me in, dis in a disrespectful tone when there is not, this is not what the conversation is. It's not a disrespectful conversation. I'm not disrespectful to her. I wasn't disrespectful to her, her to her. I'm using this woman as a point, as a point. But it's mom's too. It's my mom too. I guess I should let me just switch it up because it's my it's mom's. Same thing with my mom was what I, I but I'm finding that when when people, people are not excited about the boundaries that you give them. They're not excited. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> right. It really it, it hit home to me recently and, and when i when i came back from ghana and i was like these boundaries these boundaries and it's something i watched somebody i heard something someone was like people aren't going to be excited that you give them boundaries <laughs> they're going to be mad they're going to call you yeah. the problem they're going to say yeah. that you are the one that's unkind and selfish they're going to say that you are the one that is all the things that you're trying to create this healthy space for and then you know what you have to do is you have to say when you're creating that boundary, you have to, I'm learning and I've learned to say, mm -hmm. okay, that's fine, but I'm still not going to let you talk to me this way. Mom, I'm still not going to let you talk to me this way. I'm still not going to be talked to this way. If you want to talk to me this way, I will not let you in my life. I literally don't want to be in your space and I will not be, I will not allow you. The, the, the beauty of my, of my company, you won't. We won't be friends. We won't talk. I don't want to talk to you on the phone. I will not see after you. I will not be in your space longer than longer than it takes for me to drop off my son or to tell, handle the business I am. It will not be social gatherings. I will not be here for that. I don't want my personal space because you're toxic. And I said this exactly during and, and you know, just mm -hmm. like this. I don't want you in my personal space because you're toxic. You're toxic for me and my son. You call me names in front of my son. I could run down the list, but that's that, that's the unpacking that I've done already. But I just say, like, I don't, I don't, you know, she 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 has this habit of the name calling because she has no other defense of how to talk healthy. Like, hey, I feel this way, and I want you. I want to. It, it's like you know, well, you're this, and it's inflammatory, ridiculous things. Mm. So it's just like, no, I'm not those things. If, but if you want to call me those things. What I'm gonna do is not give you the honor of my presence anymore. Right. That's happened. And I don't care if you have all these things going on, you need all this help doing whatever you need help doing. It won't be me. And I'm the closest relative she has. Yeah. So this is this is this is the, I guess that's my intro to Yeah. <laughs> all right. Unpacking you know, it. The boundaries, healthy boundaries. <laughs> but you know, some people may see it as not being loving or not being caring. And like what you said earlier is, um, it is loving because you're loving yourself, right? Yes. And and coming from a place of love is important yes. too. And I I have a problem with speaking up and saying something because it's going to come as come across as being disrespectful, being unnice, and being whatever and politically incorrect and whatever. But you know, it comes to the it's come to the point where 
is taxing on myself, it's taxing on, it's taxing on me, it's affecting me, and it's affecting my well-being, and not only my well-being, but the people around me who I love dearly and I'm living with, and it's not fair to them either. So they're like, why are you mad at me? You should right. be mad at your mom, you should be mad at your 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 family who is treating you like you're a child and you're, they're treating you like you're not, you don't have a, a voice and you don't have independence. Like they mm -hmm. treat you like you're still a freaking boy because they still call me names when I was a boy. And I'm like, please don't call me that. And I, and I say that nicely, which is the problem too. It's like, you can't so you be said, nice. You can't you be said nice. It, said it nicely long enough. And now it's just like putting, so it's just like, so it's me saying, let's just like me with my neighbors. It's one thing to say, hey, look, can you get your kids stuff out of my yard? And having to say that, like, I haven't said anything since I've come back from Ghana. I've been back from Ghana for like six weeks now, seven weeks. Ensure her stuff is in my yard. I'm about to walk over there and say, please move your stuff off my yard now. With that to tone of voice, too. Yes. And she's a nice lady. And I, and I, but I've been sitting here like, I've been stewing about this, like, Ugh, mad about it, mad to myself. Ugh, I can't believe she has her kids' toys in my yard. And it's a big, heavy thing to move because I was going to move it myself. It's a sandbox and it's just so heavy. And it's like, I can't move it off my property. Why is it on my property, on, on my side? Just move it a few feet over it. Keep your junk over there. You don't have to do this. And it's like all kinds of stuff. So I'm just trying to say, this is the same. Again, let's take the same thing. Listen, I said, don't call me that name anymore. If you continue to call me that name, I will not respond to it. And I will not acknowledge you. Period. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's what I have to work on. I have to work on that. Be stern, be stern. Be stern. I can't. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to go. Yeah, don't call me anymore. Otherwise, I have to go. Uh, I, I, this is going to have to stop. I have to be more, I, I can't be smiling because I'm always like. I know, I know. But look, it's even just, it's okay, you say that. <laughs> practice it like this. I don't like that name. I'm a grown, you don't even have to say you're a grown person, but I don't like that name. And if you continue to call me that name, I will not respond to you and I would not acknowledge, acknowledge you anymore. Right. This even 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 when, when my aunt was, aunt was talking to me on the phone and she was just saying, Victor, 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 without tone. That, even though it's not name calling, right? It's not, it's not, that's my name, right? Just the tone, you're using that tone. Like, come on, Victor, 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 <laughs> Bueller. That's what I hear in my head. I'm like, <laughs> shut up. Don't talk to me like a Karen right now. Like, you're just, uh uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, just the tone you're using, you know, even mm -hmm. if it's, um, uh, if it's uh, whatever, a name or endearing, an endearing oh. term that they use, right? Like, bitito or, or, you know, little Victor. That's cute. Okay. But the tone you're using is very condescending. Yeah. You know, and uh, it yeah. Oh, and it's sometimes so sometimes we think that we, sometimes we have to some people have had to um do the press pushing down stuff but that doesn't get it done like so i ignore it 
Okay, I'm just gonna ignore her. I'm gonna ignore no, my mom. That doesn't work. It doesn't work. It will work for it works for a little bit because it's listen. At least I don't have to, uh, and, well, you know, yeah. but but it doesn't work for inside here, which is the part that we are responsible for. You're not responsible for. You know, I'm not responsible for lovers. I'm not responsible for anybody but me and my mental health and creating the space that is best for me. And if that means that I have to remove myself yeah. from all the toxicity, what I consider toxic, which is anybody who is not helping me to raise my vibration, then that's what it means. I have to sit here by myself. Good. If it means that I don't talk to you for days and days and weeks and weeks and months and months and years and years for my mental health, that is the point. Yeah. And you should be working on others should be working on themselves to the same degree because it, because then, then we will attract each other because we're working on ourselves and we're developing and we're mm. growing and we're saying, I've done this. My toxicity has impacted the people around me. How so? This is how. Let me create fence now. Let me create healthy space. It's my space and it's healthy for me. Mm. But yeah, so I just, and it, and it, you don't have to say it like that to anybody. It's, it's something you're saying to yourself, right? You're exactly. Saying, I'm yeah. not trying to tell this idea to my mother anymore. Because I, I, I've, I've learned, I've learned, I've learned to, uh, because I, I had to like always say like, well, the reason I'm telling you this is because I yep. need to stop mm -hmm. doing this. I need to stop explaining myself to you yeah. as mm -hmm. if you were, you're not, you're almost 70, right? Or my mom's almost 70 or my aunt, so the sixties. And you should be able to understand, you know, I don't have to explain it to you. Mm -hmm. I, I don't have to, I don't have to explain to you the trauma that I lived in, in my 49 years. I don't have yeah. to explain it to you. I don't have to tell you everything because you know that's that's mine. That's my personal uh, battle that I have in my you know what I'm saying. And so I I tend to do that. I tend to explain myself a lot mm. to the point mm -hmm. where you know it's like, yeah, you shouldn't talk to me this way because uh, that makes me feel blah 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 blah. And by the end of that, it's like, oh, I'm still gonna call you whatever. I want to call you because you're not being stern. You're not saying stop that today. Yeah. Stop it. And, and, and even and even if it's, I think that the, the point is, okay. So my mom, me and my mom got a really bad argument, and 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 I was saying I don't want you to talk to me that way. I don't want you to talk to me that. That's basically what my argument was. I don't want you to talk to me that way. I'm not going to receive. I don't want to be talked to that way. And if you want to talk to me that way, then I'm not going to take you. We were driving, and I was like, I'm going to take you back to my sister's house, and I'm not going to be talked to this way in my car in front of my son not happening so it became a big thing and whatever she didn't want to she didn't want to listen oh i'm just so disrespectful and when i said okay i'm disrespectful fine i don't want to be talked to that way you know what happened but at the end of it all we wound up i got i got talked down from my emotional side my brother-in-law helped me my sister listened to me and they were like they helped me understand something that i needed to understand my mother has literally a mental health issue and it's not dealt with properly. And so it, be, it goes into this mania kind of frenzied thing of name calling and accusations, false, completely false accusations, 
like outlandishly false. Like it's not even like, well, you went to the store and, and something small. It's like bad. Like nobody in their right mind would be talking this way to me, saying the things she's saying. You know, it's not even, it's not an accusation that's even anywhere near accurate. So my brother-in-law told me, he said, she doesn't take her medicine, medication, right? She has a serious mental health issue. And it is your responsibility as the person who is not on medication at this point, not that any, not that any, if anybody's on medication, I'm not trying to say I'm not better or worse. I'm just trying to say as a person who has a cognizance of mind to understand this, you need to remove yourself from her presence as much as you can. And when you are around her, act accordingly. You're dealing with literally get it in your head. She has a mental health issue. You're not going to talk to somebody with a mental health issue the same way you would talk to somebody who's healthy. Exactly. We have a minute left, uh, mm -hmm. Erica. We're going to mm -hmm. do a part two right now. Give me a second, okay? okay? Let's let's continue the conversation. No, when I, when I was, uh, we were on a little break and I started thinking about how ways that my mom was crossing boundaries because as we were talking about boundaries, right? And there's obvious things like um, being in the shower and then she walks in and goes to the toilet. And I'm like, I'm, I'm taking a shower. Can you wait? Like, no, I gotta go. Okay. Uh, it's uncomfortable to be showering. And this is like a glass. <laughs> Anyhow, and to the point where I had to be like, if I'm gonna go to the bathroom, that's one boundary that was like, you're not gonna go inside. You gotta go first, go. Because once, once I'm in the bathroom, you're not gonna come in to interrupt my shower time. Mm -hmm. And now I don't take long showers either, because mm -hmm. I that's why, because my mom was always like behind the door, like a little dog. <clears throat> and um, another, and this is just a plain, plain uh, example, but, uh, there's also ways where she was butting into my relationships. Uh, we'd be uh, watching TV, and all of a sudden, she out she comes, and she's in the she's in the uh, in the sofa next to us. And we're like, we're trying to have a moment. <laughs> what if we want to make out or whatever? And then you're here. It was uncomfortable to the point where I felt uncomfortable, and I had to sit with her because now. Do I what do I have to choose? Uh, <laughs> and there's also the fact that she always had an opinion about everybody I date. Um, I mean, you name it. There's so many. There's so many examples. Um, and I had and I have to now realize it's like she never. She never. We never. We don't know about boundaries in my family. And, and I'm talking about all my family. I'm not talking just about me and my mom. But I see this in my cousins. I see this with my relatives um, who are out of the country. Everybody crossing boundaries left and right, and they don't even know that's not okay to do. Did I freeze? No. Oh. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. So my family has a habit of doing that and to the point where my especially the ma male sons 
and their moms. They have this weird, almost incestuous, but it's not, it's not sexual. It's more emotional support. Or, you know, they always tell me, you're, you're her emotional support. And I'm like, am I the emotional support? Am I, when did I take this, this role? Yeah, normalizing these these toxic patterns, right? Because if you see it as another, if you see it on the outside, you're gonna be like, you know, but you're seeing it on the inside, and it's like, well, this is my normal. And like, how do I? How did that get normalized? And do am is it better? This is something I've had to think about. Is it better to no to to um be okay with or normalizing this abnormality that has been accepted? Or is it better to work on being healthy by creating boundaries and potentially more, more than likely being considered the black sheep of the family? I'll take the latter. That's what I did <laughs> because I have this life to live. I told, I believe, I believe this, and this is, I don't, you know, this is a whole nother topic, but I believe we asked to be here. And when I asked to be here, I did not ask, I know I didn't ask for unhealthy relationships. Yeah. I don't believe that at all. I believe I asked for abundance and love and joy. When we're here, there's joy here. To there is There are things that we're supposed to be enjoying. When I hear people say, like, this life is so hard, or my life has been a, nothing but trouble or something like that on those lines, I'm like, you are the creator of this. Not to say that you're the problem, not to like that, but like you, we let's create then. Let's create the world we want. Mm. So that means saying, you know, and not accusing anybody at all, just saying what I'm not going to take. Just like I don't need to go to my neighbors and be like, you're just, you're disgusting and you're, you're, you know, leech and then C word. <laughs> right. And call the days. I don't need to do that. What I need to say is, this your things are on my property and I don't want them on here anymore. And the thing is the tone, like, okay. Uh, I always had this um, belief that when things escalated out of control to the point where uh, I couldn't take it no more, I always thought there had to be some drama, some, uh, the peak of something like when it happens again and it gets to that point and I have to be upset and I have to be all like, stop you know like so i i was told like no you have to yeah. deal with it with this peace you have to breathe, breathe first yeah. and i always i always get reminded like oh god i didn't breathe okay so once i i'm collected mm -hmm. I'm, I'm in the zone i'm in the moment and i can i can use this tone like i'm using right now and then we're going to talk like adults because i'm not a child and, and you're mm -hmm. We're equals right now. I'm 49. I'm not longer 14. I'm no longer four. So you cannot talk to me like I'm a 40 year old. And um, let's just talk in that at this level, at this tone. We're not going to raise our voice. We're not going to over talk over each other. And we're just going to have a communication. How's that? But what what if this is things where I this is the point that I've gotten to. I used to when I first learned about um, creating the boundaries, healthy boundaries because I'm going to love myself. This is part of loving yourself. When I understood this, it's, it, it then became almost immediately like hand in hand. Like I learned creating the boundaries is not about trying to change somebody. It's about creating this space for me 
alone. You want to talk to me like that. I get it. I get it. You have that. You can have that over there. I can't control who you talk to about me, what you say about me, how you feel about me even. But what I'm not, what I'm not going to do is create a space for you in my, in my world anymore. So you, so I guess I just want to say like, it has been healing for me to not try to change anybody anymore. I, I used to, I was on that path of, let me help you understand. Yeah. And I pick it on it with, with new relationships. Oh, I just, I think I'm misunderstood. And I'm learning to just back off of that. Like I'm, I'm going to be misunderstood. That's okay. Right. It's okay with me that you don't understand what I'm saying. What I'm telling you now though, mm-hmm. is that that's not happening anymore. We're not doing, yeah. you don't have to like it that you don't have to like it. You can talk about me all you want to. You can call me all the names. That's your pattern. That's not healthy for me anymore. It's not healthy. For, it's not healthy right. for me to explain to you anymore why I feel unhealthy about this. Exactly. It's just it's a cycle you be create. Let me help you this conversation. Mm. And it goes nowhere. You're right. literally spinning your wheels. So get off the crazy train. And it's, 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 I'm not, I don't, I don't go through this because I'm not a black person. Right. But I, I also have this, it's the same thing with people who are racist and try to explain to people, how are you racist? And how does that sound racist right now? And my family is very racist too. And I cannot explain it to you. How is that wrong? How is it wrong to call a homeless person a bomb? How is a how is it to you know to call a negro or whatever you want to use whatever word n word you want to use? Is how is how wrong is this? Mm-hmm. And, and those those people, and, you know, using terms that are very subtle sometimes, and you're like microaggressions, yeah, yeah. And the, my 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 ex boyfriend, who is uh, black. He, 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 uh, cause I was explaining to him something that my mom used to, used to speak in Spanish in front of him and she would, she would say it under her breath for me to hear. So it would be like a dog whistle, like only I can hear what she's saying. And then he'd be like, what is she saying? What is she saying? What did she say right now? Because he, he knew he was, she was talking about him and she knows English uh, enough to communicate in English. So. He's like, she says something right now. What did she say? She's like, oh, I don't want to say it. So he knew, hey, just just be honest. What did, what did she say? Well, he she called you a bastard. And she called you the N-word. And, she, and he's like, I don't give a fuck. If she said it in Spanish, it's still offensive. It's and, still I, that, and you it's didn't say anything. You didn't step. You didn't stand up to her. I didn't stand up to my mom and said that's wrong to say. And sometimes I did. Sometimes I didn't. Sometimes I'm like, well, should I should I should I fight this battle again? But it's the it's not it's fighting the battles becomes is it is it for is it for me or for you? You know, like who's is it for my sanity? Listen, I don't. I'm not gonna. So I would tell. I tell my. People, people I've been involved with, I say to them, I say, I wouldn't, the people that I'm really care about, like, I mean, and which is anybody I'm involved with, I would tell them, I would never sit around. I don't care how, what the situation was. And I prided myself on this and I still do. I would never sit around somebody who wanted to berate you in front of me because I love you. And I'm, I'm not trying to condemn you at all. I'm just trying to tell you how I did. I said, I wouldn't do that. But then I started realizing people are trying to survive their own way. 
And instead of fighting this battle, they'll say, I know how to deal with you. I know how to deal. I know how, like you pushing it down, sweeping under the rug. But this is where this unpacking, this part of the unpacking is something that probably is more ingrained, <laughs> you know, like you grew up like that. You grew up hearing these microaggressions through another language. You know, it, it's racism doesn't change because you speak in another language. It's just, you know, you, you, you soften the blow to the people who don't understand you. Right. I told him, I'm like, but you said it in Spanish, which, you know, negro means black. Nah. <laughs> He's like, nah, 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 nah. nah. Yeah. You're not going to so, do that. Because yeah, the tone of yeah. voice she was, the tone of voice she was using was uh, offensive. And she, it was meant to be hurtful. Doesn't matter if, you, if, if, if you're being called a boy. Hey, boy. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter what you say. Mm -hmm. It's how you say it and how you meant it and how, mm -hmm. in what context you're saying it. You could be saying the nicest things to somebody, mm -hmm. and and with that intention, though, it's like, hmm, yeah, that then it, it sounded it sounded fine, it sounded lovely, but do you really, you know, what is it something mm -hmm. underneath that tone? Yeah, this that what is it they say? Uh, a rose by any other name is still a rose, you know, like it, you know, racism is it doesn't. Racism and, and prejudice and uh, and uh, on all this conversation, that doesn't change because you know you're you're of Hispanic descent. You know, Hispanics are have black uh, black oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> ancestry. So you yes, know, like it yeah. change. You can still be have this have this prejudice and this um, uh, you know this thought process that is obviously you know very toxic this toxic part i think it's just like i i don't i don't think that we need to be like on a like a ghostbusters on a um ghostbusting kind of like who's toxic around me it's literally you can feel it yeah. <laughs> you can feel the energy you don't have to look for it it's it and and i my thing is i'm on this path of i really want to do my best to attract like I want to attract positive energy and like-minded people. And, and I hope that my vibration is high where I'm not attracting, right. you know, anything negative any, um, that is, or not that I just say negative, but anything that was on the contrast of what I am on the, you know, not, not trying to do, but contrast does help you to know where to go. It helps you, it directs you. So you see, for instance, your mom, we, eventually, hopefully you'll be able to have this thought process that says, I really dislike how my mother um, it has treated me, treating me like a child. I know that I deserve to be treated like a full-grown man. And then changing your thoughts to, I like being treated like a full-grown man. I like being treated with respect. And guess what happens? You're no longer concentrating on this, yeah. this, and it's not, and it's a process. I'm not trying to at all say, look, this is, this is bad. It's where you are is a good place, but it's, but you're no longer concentrating on, you're not going to treat me this way. She treats me this way. I don't like it. And I need, you know, all that. It's a conversation of, you know what? I'm glad that I understand this now. I, I deserve to be treated with respect and I'm going to attract people who treat me with respect. And any, and if that means I'm by myself for a little bit, because I'm on this journey on the path of elevating and, and raising my vibration to a level that is on people's path who respect me and speak respectfully, then so be it. I'll be by myself and I'm okay with that. Because myself is beautiful. I am beautiful. You are beautiful. Vic. <laughs> you too. <laughs> um, yeah, 
and it's just uh, such a lovely space that I'm on, right? And I was I was on until two days ago, to be honest. <laughs> Where no, but, I'm like, but no, 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 no. So don't even. I mean, I want you to. I know. Understand. That's the contrast. Mean, That's the contrast, right? <laughs> what God, the universe shows us. The contrast is not there to show you, or to or to beat you down. <laughs> to beat. Sometimes I feel like we feel like life is there to beat us down and keep us. You know. Sometimes I felt that way. Like, really, you're yeah. just gonna peek your neck on me? No. The contrast mm. is there to say now you have the opportunity yeah. to raise vibration. This is not what you want anymore. And they have the ability to say, you know, like I, 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 I always picture myself uh, in, in front of my mom or in front of the people that are hurting me and not being able to speak up as before, or I would be too emotional to talk or too, it's like, I didn't want to, you know, touch the wound that, that is still, that is still, they're inflicting it and, you know, so for me, avoidance was the key right it was avoiding avoiding avoiding. let's not do it today let's not do it tomorrow maybe on your birthday no maybe christmas time is <laughs> maybe thanksgiving no is that a good idea until i'm like if now if not it's not a good time when is it going to be a good time it's never going to be a good time is it it's going to it's always going to be uncomfortable you're always going to be saying nah, i'm not ready right now i'm not this is no like when when it's already mm -hmm. 2021 it's like come on it's like i'm 49 how, how old do i have to get for them to realize um you know i'm in a different space and i and i tell them i'm like i'm working on my mental health i'm working on my mental health and and if we're not gonna be able to sit down with a therapist i told them i told my mom i'm like if we're not gonna be able to sit down with a therapist and and talk this because I, I always have this idea. I'm like, she's gonna twist my words. She's gonna say I said something and it wasn't. I, I like to record it because I know she's gonna twist this. Um, so you know what I mean? Like I have all this fear. Mm -hmm. Yep, all this, you have these defenses up and defenses are not the same as a board, as a boundary. It's not. Defenses up are like, you know, okay, I've got my head here, I've got my, you know, sort of pass, which might be necessary, but isn't it for more freeing to say i'm creating uh, this okay like if i was to say like i'm just gonna use this analogy again with my neighbors if i was to say you know i'm going to <laughs> i'm going to dig out a path where i can mm. walk on walk because it's just grass back there so and i walk back and forth to my car a lot so i'm like if i just dig out a path where i can walk on the grass and then pour the concrete and this is only for me to walk on and you guys better not mess up my path well wait a minute what i'm gonna do <laughs> is just say i'm i'm not i don't want to put on my protective gear let me let me go this side because this, this analogy is coming to my mind i got bit by a dog in 2017 i don't know if i told you this i think i told you this in, i don't know okay so i've been bitten by a dog in 2017 and i got had this real big ptsd um that that just literally hearing a dog barks just was like you know it, it got me just in such a bad space i was so bad and i got some healing earlier this year i really had it was it's amazing i was about to do some light work and clean some energy out of me it really made a huge difference so now i can talk to i mean i was fine with my i got okay with my sister's dog i know him but any other dog in this world no i don't want to hear i don't want to come up to i don't want to be friendly but i've got oh so much it's just like i don't have to i would have a mace in my hands anytime i was going anywhere i had uh, uh pepper spray i had you know all these the, the defense 
yeah. which for that time to cope with my PTSD was necessary. Mm-hmm. But do you know how freeing it is to walk out the door and I don't need to look for my mace? I do look at look to see who's what's out there if there's dogs. But you you see the difference. There's a way I live now, and I'm not in fear mm-hmm. of what's coming towards me. I'm not on the defense anymore. I'm aware that I do have these things. Yeah. And it sits in my purse or sits somewhere. Yeah, most of the time I'm not even thinking about it. But I'm, that's the life I feel for me is abundance. The point of saying, I don't have to have all this protective gear on because I've created a healthy space for myself where I can go where I need to go and not, not be, not be um, scared that somebody's gonna hurt me or trigger me, or, you know, I have to yeah, do better. Right. I do better. If I see my mom, guess what I do? This is, and this is the way I deal with it. I'm not saying it's the healthiest, but for now, this is what I do. When I see my mom to this day, right now, to yesterday I dropped off my son. I stay in my car for, for many reasons. I get bitten by mosquitoes instantly there and I just can't deal with it. So I stay, so that was, that became, that's just become my thing. So I sit in my car. And I say, hey, mom, I call, on the, I call on the phone. Hey, mom, we're here. Dan's, and Dan's ready to um, come in the cops. Can you open the door so he doesn't get bitten up? Sure, no problem. She opens the door. Hey, how you doing? Good. All right, I got to go. So where these mosquitoes come. Bye. And then I move on. Right. You know, like I used to have this guilt of, I got to sit here and talk to her. And then it became some mm. problem that needed mm. to be addressed. And she, mm. and it always, this is how, this is, I'm just going to show you a little bit of unpacking like I've done. So I, this is the thing I realized, my mom, this is how she would come <laughs> deal with the problem. This is how she deals with the problems. Imagine you're having a perfectly fine, beautiful day, minding your business, and you come over to spend time or hang out or whatever. And this is what said, I know that you're not going to like what I'm about to say. Oh, great. Excuse me for my language. I shut down. That's the defense. I'd be like, Done. Yeah. If you know I'm not gonna like what, what you're about to say, then don't say it to don't me. Don't say it. Don't say it. I don't care how necessary. <laughs> right. you, if you think it's necessary to preface it like that, that's that's right. that's like do not do that. That's the worst trigger for somebody. Yeah. Like no, <laughs> this I know you're gonna. I know you're really not gonna like what I'm about to say. <laughs> it's that's so that is isn't that like trigger like yeah. what is what is that. Uh, it's like it's like disclosure disclosure you're not gonna like this <laughs> but it's like it's like well you know what i do when i get those disclosures you know this may trigger you shut it down i turn the channel you know on tiktok when i see when i see somebody say trigger warning and it's something i don't want to see flip scroll i don't want to see it i don't want to be triggered so that's what i do emotionally i'm gonna flip off and be like i don't want to hear it if you if you if you have to preface what you have to say like that i'm done so i've created a space where I, I told her, I said, yeah, I'm not, so she saw what I did last time when she did that. Yeah, I'm not going to stay around. What I'm going to do, I knew it. I knew you'd go, yeah, because you're prefacing this. Now, w- once you learn, with me anyway, if you want me to listen to what you have to say, don't preface that. Just say what you have to say. Right. If it's good. I mean, even if it's not good, i just like, hey, listen, I just want to tell you this, but, but what she was saying was BS. But, you know, it was just like, because <laughs> it was an accusation. But it was just like, Wait, well, why do we why do we do that? So I'm just trying to say, I I don't know. I just I want to. I think that it's an important thing 
to be as healthy and happy and free as you can be in this life. I think that's the gift of this life. And when you, when you, when you take the time to love yourself enough to say, I deserve this. I don't have to, you don't, I don't have to have anybody else think I deserve it in this world. I know I do. I deserve peace. I deserve peace. I deserve joy and I deserve good things and I deserve to be talked to respectfully. And, and, and so then you start thinking, you're thinking about all the people who don't do that because it's the contrast. Mm-hmm. Who does that? Oh, my mom, my ex, yeah. this, this to me. Oh no, now I'm on the path of, I don't think about my ex when I think about what I deserve. Now I think about all the people who love me, who make right. me, who cause me to understand people like right. you on TikTok, people I met on social media that said, wow, this is what I attracted to myself. Right who are on this vibrational level that are healthier who are learning to learning how to move through their trauma in a healthy way responding in ways that are going to be advantageous and then leaving it for another generation how Mm -hmm. awesome is that you know right and i think uh speaking of generations because we you know and I'm always having an issue, an issue not knowing that I'm, 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 I'm not I'm a millennial. I'm a generation X, I think. Uh, and it's hard. It's, it's hard to understand that sometimes. It's like, oh, okay. But I, I see the, the, new, the new generation, I think they call them Y, uh, a Z generation, Z. Uh, they're more in tune with themselves. And they're, I think they're, we're evolving in some ways in that sense, which is great. I, I like seeing that. I like seeing uh, people who are respectful, even in my in my Uber rides, when they come in and they say, good morning, good afternoon, and how you doing? Even if they don't talk to me, um, which is another boundary, right? <clears throat> if I see them with their, with their ear earpieces, I understand they wanna be left alone. And that's a boundary right there. They, may, they don't have to say anything to me. And I used to be the one trying to have a conversation where we're, we're going to have a long ride or whatever. They don't want to talk. Yeah. It's, it's not personal. Don't take mm-hmm. it personal because I used to take it personal and I'm like, maybe they don't like the song. I'm going to change the song because this, and I realized <laughs> they're not even listening to me. No, and, they got the music. Know, <laughs> yeah. It's like they're on their own little world and that's yeah. fine. That's their boundary and safe space. Right. Isn't that, look at that thought though. Isn't that beautiful? It's beautiful. I I admire them. I'm like, I really admire that. Yeah. From a young, young younger generation than me and the the 20 year olds that are coming in. And Mm and even even when I go to USC, the university, they're very respectful. They've never given me any trouble. They've they've never insulted me. They've never said, well, they might cuss or uh, even if they cuss, it's not directed at me or they're mm-hmm. making fun of whatever, or they're just saying F this or F that, but they're not talking to me like that. They're not, they're respectful. And so I'm like, all right, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And they have their boundaries and they know their boundaries. They, they mm-hmm. know they don't want to talk and it's, it's, it's a transaction, you know, like going from yeah. point A to point B is a transaction. Mm-hmm. So I respect, and then usually the older, older uh, baby boomers that come in my car, they want to talk because they feel like the silence is uncomfortable. They don't like right. that. They, they have right. to feel every space with 
sound and noise and all right. right. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't like that generation no more. I'm more, I'm more, you know, like in tune with the new generation for some reason. Yeah. Maybe it's because I, I respect my boundaries and I respect people's boundaries. I think that's what it is. It's like, uh, well, it's good, we, that you're, it's good that they adapt, you're adaptable too. You know, oh, yeah. I, lo I love all music. Like, I, I, I have some friends or acquaintances now, I call them, that are so stuck in the past. You know, they're so stuck in, I don't like anything. If it's not the 80s, if it's not, you know, this band, I don't, I don't want to hear no, because the new music is so, you know, whatever. And I'm like, I'm open because you, you like I was telling you, um, uh, I always download music from, for me now, I'm, I'm pleasing myself now uh, in the sense that if I'm in my, in my car and my I'm driving, I want to enjoy myself. I'm not mm -hmm. doing it for the passenger. If they mm -hmm. enjoy what I'm playing, great. I can turn mm -hmm. it up if they want me to, to or turn it down. But <clears throat> I was downloading all these disco guilty pleasures of mine. I'm like, I always like that song. And I always, why don't I just play it? see what happens yeah. right and sometimes you change people's moods and they're like mm -hmm. oh like are you yeah music does go ahead i'm sorry no no and somebody told me like can you turn on that song up that music uh, and i'm like this song you like this song too uh, yeah i haven't heard that in a while okay i remember this concert i went to see them and i'm like okay Ooh. she wasn't talking until i played that song it was called free free bird nice but look and that's like, okay about music anybody really music has any, of any generation or any genre is that music is not one thing music is very static everybody's borrowing from every other whether it's hip-hop they borrow from classical music to jazz to yeah. you know to afro beats to every all these mm. all of these this intersectionality in music, like you're borrowing from all of these different places to create this sound that is uniquely yours, you know, in a in a in a in a particular genre or whatever. But this, I've seen, I hear it all the time. I'm like, this is, you know, by my 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 friend, like he's he's a Nigerian artist, but he's into um, you know hip hop, like mainstream mainstream hip hop. But he's Nigerian, so it's Niger hip hop, and is but it's also hip hop. It's not it's not Afrobeats. I'm just trying to use that as an example to say everybody's sampling everything. What do you mean that you don't like anything else? They're sampling from the 70s. They're sampling mm -hmm. nowadays. Music is being sampled from these classical eras and and actually before, you know, like a, I, I hate yeah. to say this. Some people may not like that I make this reference. There's uh -oh. this there's big some people. I oh, know. I know. Here I go. <laughs> That's your disclosure. <laughs> You're gonna like this man. Here it goes. <laughs> I'm gonna ruin your day. Ah! Okay. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna you know, anyway, I'm, sorry. Go ahead. Good, that was a good thing. Thank you. I'm I caught that. I caught that. <laughs> so I'm gonna say this. That um, there's a song, "Blood on the Leaves." You know, "Blood on the Leaves." You know that song. It's um oh who's Blood on Leaves. There's a song that's really popular on TikTok right now. It's a sound. This guy sampled this original song. Um, it's called Strange Fruit. Strange Fruit. Oh it's yeah, the, I know Strange, yeah, Strange Fruit. Yeah. And they called it Blood on the Leaves today, like 2021. Mm. I'm a hit on TikTok. Blood on the leaves, and they use the sample from Strange Fruit, right? So people don't like it because mm. of the reference of Strange Fruit. 
I know what it means. I know what it's about. If you don't know, please Google it. I'm not, I don't, this is not discussion. Yeah, we're not going to educate you here. Right. But Google it, strange, strange fruit, blood on the leaves, blah, blah, blah. People are a lot, there's a lot of, there's a lot of this, mm -hmm. but you don't have, this is the contrast part. This creates a conversation mm -hmm. with people who don't know, with people who do know, with people, this adjustment that people have to this, to this original song. I love this hero. Yeah. Right. Because now I'm like, I do know. I've studied. I, I promise you, I know exactly what mm. this is. I, I also know music enough to know that this is a fluid thing. You can use it for the good that you wanted to use it for mm. and, mm -hmm. and can uplift something from it. I'm not saying that, that everything should be, but I'm just telling you it's a, it's a fluid conversation. And that's what we have. I think that dealing with other people in this world other human beings as we are right have you we the, the the thing is to understand respect your space respect where you are like you're saying people in your car respect the space listen they got airpods in you know they they're mm -hmm. they're they're fine where they are people where they are they don't want to hear that song strange fruit okay i understand it please scroll up and keep going you don't have to be you don't have to try to beat me down because i am okay i'm okay with whatever anything and i'm not saying i'm okay yeah. with that song i'm just trying to say whatever the conversation is respecting the space that people are in and 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 not trying to say you should other than unless mm. it's just something like a, to me like hey listen i don't want to hear your racist comments mm. this is just, i'm gonna help you i'm gonna let you understand that but i've learned to even say listen I acknowledge that you're racist and now I'm going to walk away. <laughs> you know, that. Right. I acknowledge that what your comments are racist. You don't understand how right. offensive what you're doing is. I've, I've told you, I've told you once and I don't need to see here. I used to try to preach at people about how, yeah. how racist things are or how racist people are. And there's a time and place for that. When you're in that space, do that. But I'm no longer trying to lift people up anymore like that mm, from the Yeah, because it's not your job. It's not my job that's the universe will bring it to you in many many ways it really truly will and mm -hmm. so you'll see you know and if you don't want to listen it will you will get you will feel like life is steamrolling mm -hmm. you will and it's really not it gave you all the opportunities to one, story, one story one story i had and, and i'm gonna have to wrap it up after that because we mm -hmm. have five minutes but. okay <clears throat> uh my mom well i was at the, i was at the doctor's office or at the hospital uh, i forgot why Anyhow, uh, my mom was there, and so was my other ex. Um, and they were uh, they were in my in the room where I was. Um, and then the doctor came, and the doctor comes, and he's um, he looks Middle Eastern, right? And I but I saw his last name on the on the tag. Okay, so he's talking, and he's just, he's telling me uh, this this is going on with you, this is going on with you. And then my mom, which was sitting on the window, she says it in Spanish, she's like, tell him this, tell him that, tell that, tell, tell that stupid, you know, doctor, he don't even know what he's saying. And, da, da, da. and then he turns to her, he's like, Señora, yo hablo español. I'm like, oh my God. Oh, you see what happens? And I, I was laughing. I'm like, me and my boyfriend were like, or my ex-boyfriend. I was like, you, know, you don't know. You yep. don't know. It could be black. It could be, you know, Hispanic. It could be 
a white looking person or it could be a whatever any color uh asians too are hispanics Uh, there's come on Mm -hmm. um and i you know i'm like "Mm, you should have thought about it before you open your big old mouth you're you're whispering to me as if nobody else heard you in the room right speaking loud and clear in another language that somebody else understands (laughs) right it's like but you let people expose themselves sometimes like that i let people like okay oh let's keep on talking let's hear how racist you are right show everybody your true self dig a a deeper hole where you're gonna be going in a minute exactly (laughs) (laughs) yep yep you're gonna didn't mean to Ooh, do that. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> like Robin Williams, like, there you go. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean that's the I think that's the that's the unfortunate joy. It's like, oh, you're digging your own yeah. hole. Yeah. Karma's yeah. a witch, isn't it? Karma's a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Or I say I say witch because Anyways, I'll tell you later, but okay. I have a whole a whole thing around Carmen's and Witches, but it was the, the phrase of one of my uh, poems that became a theater production. It was about the Wicked Witch. Mm. And she she would say that at the end. She's like, Carmen's a witch. Ah. Like, and everything, everything I tried on you, yep. I sent you my flying monkeys, I yep. sent you my thunderstorms, and I said, put you through the forest and you came on skate and shit, karma's a witch, isn't it? <laughs> yep, I like oh because you should make that merch. You should like make some merch off that. I do. I should. Yeah. You I, should. I have a I have a whole thing behind that. So yeah, maybe I will. Yeah, that's a good idea. because it's true. Like you're literally number one. I'm sorry. I know we got to go. Do I need to stop? Okay. Two minutes. But I, I was gonna say because number one, you are literally creating your own future by what you say you know that's the the witchery of of this life your words are magical so if you're saying to yourself you know my this life is awful this life is awful guess what all you have that's it is your awful life <laughs> but literally it, and it doesn't take much to turn it around change your words because the you know karma is a witch literally you can create the most magical life you know what i see the beauty in everything and then guess what you begin to do in that same space? Like literally you could be in the same room and now you're getting, instead of seeing all the dirt on the floor, you're seeing all of the beauty around you and saying, you know, wow, this yeah. is a beautiful place to be in. What a healing place I'm in. I'm so grateful that I've unpacked this. <laughs> I'm, we're gonna have to do another part so that we can so we can wrap this up. 100%. Yeah, because um, I, need, I, need pl- I didn't plug it enough. All right, mm-hmm. so we are going to wrap this up, guys. Uh, it's been nice unpacking some. Some, it's, it's actually not all of it. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of uh, more unpacking to do, but I think we unpacked enough <laughs> in one episode. Yes, this is, this is a, a healthy dose. <laughs> yeah, it's like much needed. Mm-hmm. And then um, I have to start I have to just do my list of uh, demands that I have because I I need need to I, I know what I need to do in other words mm-hmm. 
and this is this uh, conversation has helped me as as conversations that I've had with my friends last night. We had we had like a nice uh, because we have a bar <clears throat> in the kitchen, and we mm -hmm. pretended that we were in a bar. Mm -hmm. Yes, talking to the bartender. Oh my <laughs> lord, it was so so great. We had a little bourbon. It was it was nice. That's was nice. good. Look these conversations let's i just say this in for anybody it's not just saying you and me but anybody who's watching this anybody like let's continue to attract that let's continue to attract conversations that are healing that are on the path of healing and it's and and you talk about your trauma and healing you talk about it you talk about what the triggers are you talk about the contrast and then you start doing the work and the work is this conversation first a conversation like this and then, like you said, writing, that's a good, that's, that's the key writing down. How do I want to feel? What does right. this look like? What, what do I do if somebody doesn't treat me that way? Yeah. My, I'll, I'll, you, know, you can't see it, but. No, I can't see it. It looks like, no, put it in front of you. Like, literally. <laughs> yes. Oh, like this? Yes. <laughs> it says, it says, let the adventures oh, begin. I love, I love that. I love the maps, maps of the world. I love it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's a little bit of flirt, flirt, flirt earth on this one, but mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna do this because then you realize there's some boundaries. Now I've got to get either tighter with it, you know. So you, as time grows on, it's just not like, well, that fence has been up for years, and let's leave it alone. No, you gotta mend those mend some things and tighten some things yeah. up. So you gotta re repair the the wall again. It's like okay. Bye. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's <like> going up. <laughs> we do some painting and get a little higher, or, or you know, realize you know maybe sometimes your boundaries a little bit too too stiff. So it's it's a learning process. This is all it, is. and you grow, and then you have this adventure of life, and you're saying, now I love my life. Now I love right. the peace I have. Now I love the peace that's here first. It's not because everybody has changed around me. That's not going to happen. It happens here. There you go. Mm -hmm. All right, that was a nice, that was a nice way to wrap it. Hold on a <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Uh, I'm going to put all the information below. Uh, you have to follow <clears throat> Erica. Uh, she's, she goes by Infinite Abundance, which is awesome. Uh, yeah. And she's there. I'm sorry, go, go ahead. Infinite Abundance, CLE. It's uh, Cleveland. All right, CLE. <laughs> And mm -hmm. we're gonna have actually a part, another part. We're gonna do another episode, guys. I won't say much, but it needs you need to hear it because it's gonna, it's, it's gonna have some music. Yeah. We're gonna have some um, another guest coming in. Uh, Didi. Day day. Okay. Day day. Day day. Okay. The Didi Yuki will be coming. And guys, I have four percent. I gotta go. So with that, thanks for tuning in. You didn't see this coming. Yay! <laughs> go for liftoff in T minus 30. Hit the record button. Oh